Hi, Tuesday. Hi, how's it going? Good. Welcome back to being a host. I've of the risen show. from the ashes. You have risen from our peace treaty. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. No, don't don't even edit out like the awkward silence. Like just <laughs> It's uh, fine. It's fine. We're fine. Everything is good now. Um It's alright. Annie is not here today. So it's just me and Tuesday today. But Tuesday is also now our third host. Because Annie and I we're not funny. Oh, you're funny. We'd have to try really hard to be funny, though. I'm just... Uh... You got the jokes. It's because I'm, I just have, like... It's because I'm a little hyperactive. You know? Because <laughs> I'm a little hyperactive. You, you got the, the pep. You got the pep in your I... step. I take the cocktail of, like, Korean red ginseng, Wellbutrin, and, like, blonde roast, and I'm good to go. <laughs> That's not a joke. That's not a joke. You bring the jazz. You like jazz? You like jazz? You like jazz? So, I got distracted because a notification came up while we were saying that of someone in a Discord server I'm in asking if... If vitamin water is just rebranded Gatorade with less sugar. <laughs> well, is it? I think yes it might no. be. I mean, the more I think about it, the more it might be true. Remember when 50 Cent bought vitamin water? No. 50 Cent owned vitamin water and then went bankrupt because it didn't do very well. <laughs> I remember there was a flavor of vitamin water called XXX and they kept making horny jokes in the description, like in the fine print. Because it was when I worked at the drugstore and we sold that. And I was like, how are they allowed to put this on a vitamin water bottle? Like, this is too horny. I think they still sell that. I'm going to look next time because I never noticed that. It's like um, it's like how the Lush packaging is, like, unnecessarily horny. Like, 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 you buy a shower gel and it's like, how to use? If you if you really don't know how to use this, we suggest you get someone to show you. Or oh like, my god, I forgot about that. Like, shit like that. <laughs> Or they're like, step one, get naked. I'm like, shut up, Lush. You don't know me. Don't perceive what I do in the shower. Do Lush. not perceive me. <laughs> they they have been making it like a recurring thing. Um, every Valentine's Day, they put out a new bath bomb shaped like a sexual emoji. I don't That's like been a that. Thing. They they have a peach emoji one this year. They had a zucchini emoji, or not a zucchini, an eggplant emoji. It should like be three zucchini. years ago. I think zucchini would make it funnier. Yeah. Aubergine. It's an aubergine. I only recently learned that. Yeah. Yeah, I always just like eggplant, and then someone I can't remember who said aubergine, and I'm like, "The hell are you talking about?" <laughs> like out loud, I said survive. that to them. You wouldn't survive in England. I mean, that's a shame because I'm going there <laughs> they all they all say aubergine i the only reason i know the word aubergine is because of like reading young adult fiction from the uk 
<laughs> You've been outed by Delilah in the background. <laughs> oh, this is just what happens sometimes. <laughs> um, She's just spitting the facts. I mean, it's true. Delilah's got the facts. Devlin says you have facts. You got facts. I have facts? Yeah. You spit straight facts. How do I spit straight You're doing it right now. Folding a block of cheese. I know. That's a fact. That is a fact. You are literally folding that block <laughs> of cheese. <laughs> it looks good. I hope you, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, welcome to Music is Good. <laughs> uh, I'm Devlin Galloway, and today I am joined by... Tuesday Ferguson. Welcome back. It feels so good to have you back in this. Oh, thank you. It just... We started this so together, would... and now we can do it again together. Now we're ending it together. Uh, so what are we talking about today, Tuesday? We're talking about um, Scandinavian witch music. True. Also known as Shaking the Habitual by the Knife. Um, yeah, we're listening to Shaking the Habitual by the Knife. It is their fourth and final album as the Knife. Was it? Says that on Wikipedia and Genius.com, so I have two sources. Yeah, you're right. I'm just... I'm just... I'm just, it's... I'm keeping that in. <laughs> yeah. Um, so why did you pick this Tuesday? Uh, cause I thought it slapped. Um, yeah, I, can I read like the description from Genius? Please do. So Shaking the Habitual is the Knife's fourth and final album. A highly experimental epic, which moves away from the techno stylings of 2006's Silent Shout. The album covers topics ranging from feminism to socialism, special focus on anti-capitalist imagery. Rock on. The controversial Shaking the Habitual tour, which accompanied the album's release, is also of note. As the band's choice to use pre-recorded tracks for portions of the set list was decried by some fans and critics. But weren't they doing, like, flips and shit? Like... I've seen like, a few live videos, and they all seem to be kind of wild. Like, I understand if they were just doing, like, pre-recorded tracks and, like, not doing anything, but I thought they were doing, like, flips and shit. I think they were doing, like, flips and shit. I'm, like, distracted because I'm reading the descriptors for this album on Rate Your Music, which are always a good time. Oh. Can I, can I read the descriptors? Please. Please do. Uh, political. Anxious. <laughs> LGBT, eclectic, cold, ominous, abstract, rhythmic, atmospheric, tribal, question mark, uh, surreal, sexual, dark, female vocals. It's not uh, even true, though. That's not I, even true. They're non-bananary. They're non-bananary. Uh, dense, futuristic, avant-garde, conscious. Pro what does conscious even mean in the musical sense? I don't even know if it's meant to be like like socially conscious or whether it's meant to be like the state of consciousness. Like <laughs> Is all music conscious if you mean if you make it when you're like conscious? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. Uh, progressive, hypnotic, serious, dissonant, cryptic, manic, disturbing, complex, mysterious, apocalyptic, and repetitive. That was a lot of descriptors. You know those, you know those fridge magnets where it's like, today I feel, and you're meant to like Mm -hmm. move the thing around like your current mood? Yes. I want to like print that out and make my own, my own fridge magnet. So it's like, today I feel cryptic. <laughs> that would be very Today I good. feel haunted. You know, people don't like use the space on their fridge effectively, I think. Like you can do so many bits on there. I have a very full fridge and not very strong magnets. So everything just falls over. But I do like my fridge. I have a Steve Buscemi magnet. There was a person at the East Van Flea Market who used to make Big Lebowski magnets. And that was before I'd seen the Big Lebowski. But I, it was during my Steve Buscemi phase in grade 10. I think we all go through a Steve Buscemi phase. Have I told you about what I did during my Steve Buscemi phase? No, but I'm dying to know. Okay, I don't remember. I think it started because there was this Tumblr blog called Imagine Steve Buscemi. Because this was like, <laughs> this was the era where there was like, there were like all these, there were a million Tumblr blogs that were like, imagine your favorite character or your favorite celebrity. So it'd be like, imagine Harry Styles tucking you into bed, shit like that. So they made one about Steve Buscemi. I, I, when you said that, I imagined instead of like that, it was like Imagine Dragons, but it was Imagine Steve Buscemi <laughs> and it was Steve Buscemi like singing Imagine Dragon songs. I love that. Actually, I do have footage of him singing Vampire Weekend songs because he's distantly related to the bassist. Oh my god. That's what I learned during that phase. Holy shit. That, I need to see that. But I'll anyway, show conti- you. Continue if you're sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> oh, no, it's all good. Um, so there was a blog called Imagine Steve Buscemi where it'd be like, imagine going grocery shopping with Steve Buscemi and he buys you flowers. Like, stuff Aww. like that. <laughs> and so I kind of got obsessed with that blog and I was also just like very lonely in high school as one is uh, yeah so in order to cope in order to cope this is like grade 10 or something I made a collage in GIMP of Steve Buscemi's face printed it out in black and white because I didn't have any color ink um, and I mod podged it all over a hairband and I wore that every day for most of grade 10. That's incredible. And, like, it, it got to the point where I was taking commissions from people. Like, my principal would, like, stand really close to me so I could smell the salad dressing on her breath. And she'd be like, that's the fella from Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very visceral memory. <laughs> She was a very visceral, she had a very visceral impact on me. Oh my god, that's, that's so good. (laughs) Do you remember what kind of salad dressing it was? It was really eggy. She smelled very eggy. Must have been like mayonnaise. Ugh. Who puts mayonnaise on a salad? You'd be surprised how many salad dressings are mayonnaise based, actually. That is true. Did you know that I didn't know that mayonnaise was made from eggs until I played Stardew Valley? (laughs) What? didn't know that. What did you think it was made of? I don't know. It was just mayonnaise. <laughs> I didn't think about it. from the mayonnaise. It, you squeeze it out of a leaf. 
I thought it was like related to mustard in a way. Squeeze it out of a leaf. It's like it's like a it's like an aloe vera. <laughs> <laughs> it was like one of those like Scott Pilgrim bread makes you fat moments where I was like playing yeah. it. It was like two in the morning and I put an egg in like the egg processor in that game. And it's like Yeah. It it like pooped out a jar of mayo. I'm like, mayo's made from eggs? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel like Scott Pilgrim's gonna come up on this a lot. On the the podcast on this pod, or this episode, this here, this here pod in general. That, that is true. It was very influential for a lot of people's music taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think of it as like a Zoomer's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. True. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, hmm. Azumar's Dragon Ball the movie. Or not Dragon Ball, Digimon. God, we really gotta get to that. Digimon the movie. That soundtrack is so good. Yeah. Just so many Ska hits. Yeah, like, you're all set. Ska was like the thing back then, and I don't know what happened. I... It just reminds me of that post that's like, Ska is what plays in a 13-year-old's head when you say he can have more mozzarella sticks. That's 100% true. Yeah. <laughs> that's just 100% accurate. Yeah. Um, so there's this band called The Knife. They are from Swedland. Swedland. Okay, wait. So yeah. it, their, their name on, on the music has that like little like trident symbol instead of an F. Oh, and it doesn't? I'm, I'm wondering if that's like how you pronounce, like, is it pronounced an F or is it just like, what does it mean? Well, like, was it spelled that way on their other albums? On their other album covers? I'm going to look this up. I don't remember. I'm going to look it up too. I don't think so, though. Silent Shout. No, it isn't. It's only on this one. <laughs> so it must have been an aesthetic <laughs> choice to use like a Cyrillic letter. Yeah, it's for the vibe, you know. This album cover is very vaporwave. Yeah, it's got like that, like uh, it's it's got the color scheme. Um, it's got the three D grid kind of thing. Yeah, is it? What's that thing? What's that printing style where you work with like the two very bright colors? Is that risograph? I actually do like... not know. <laughs> I'll, I'm gonna look this up. If you go to the Vancouver Art Book Fair once, <laughs> now I know what a risograph is. Yeah, it's a it's a risograph. Um, they use it to make like cool triangles and shit. Like every every show poster, cool triangles and shit. At this like, in this like year between like twenty ten and twenty thirteen, when like Witch House was a thing, ah! all bands were just like the like alt text code for cross symbol and the alt text like triangle that was like all yeah. graphic design yeah okay what bands even like properly counted in switch house because every time i would look it up on spotify there'd just be like like mediocre trap remixes of melanie martinez songs <laughs> um the one that comes to my mind is salem and fever Ray. right right which is related to this band because the one member of the band. Person. Yeah, same person. Yeah. I'm going to check their name before I... 
How did I forget their name? Karen. And I thought like it's Karen. Karen. Karen Dreiser. Uh, yeah. Um. Wasn't like early Crystal Castles witch house? I think some people say that, but I don't think so. It was too like harsh. Yeah, I'm just not gonna, not gonna let Crystal Castles have anything. Um, Alice Glass forever. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I I was just gonna say one time I saw her climb on top of a speaker at the rickshaw and just scream, and I was like, I love you, I love you. I ran into her in downtown St. John's, Newfoundland, when I was there oh. in 2008. And I was like, damn. I feel things. Yeah. 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 Love Alice Glass. We don't talk about Crystal Castles, though. On this pod, no Crystal Castles. It's a fake band. Wasn't, didn't happen. It didn't happen, but also, like, that first album, I feel like we're probably going to have to talk about one day. Probably. But I guess we'll deal with that when we get there. We'll dunk aggressively, and it'll be fine. Oh, if we can do uh, Death From Above 1979, we can dunk on them, too. Oh. That episode, I think, lives in infamy for just being relentlessly mean. Yeah, sometimes that's what you gotta do. We can we can cyberbully on this pod. Oh, 100%. Especially how, like, the whole, like, Proud Boys bit of that episode, I think, aged like a fine wine. Was there a Proud Boys bit? Because, um, the member of that band, Sebastian, went on Alex McGuinness's uh, podcast more than once. Oh. And, like, that was the guy who, like, founded the Proud Boys. Shit. I mean, weren't they, like, friends with the band at the time? Weren't they friends with Crystal Cap? With, probably with that fucking guy. Like, it makes sense. It checks out. Yeah, I think it's all connected. Like, same scene kind of thing. Yeah. Because, like, they sample each other in one of those songs. I can't remember which ones. Sometimes shitty men hang out. It's true. It happens more often than not. Yeah. So... This album's weird. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, it goes from, like, like super dancey bops to, like, 19-minute drone songs. Yeah. I was, like, sitting in my room with my friend the other day. We're in the bubble, mm-hmm. people. Don't worry. It's COVID safe. And we, were listening, we were listening to this song. <laughs> don't you use the V word on my podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's always sarcastic when I say it. It's always sarcastic. I promise. Okay. Um, and we were listening to it, and four times they asked what song it was, and it was all the same 19-minute drone song off this record. Yeah. Could it change the bunch? Bunch. Bunch. But, uh... Yeah, it's a very interesting mix of things. Mm-hmm. Also, just... Since I'm browsing Rate Your Music right now, uh, the only comment on everything about this record, like every single one, that has been repeated 427 times according to the post number, is uh, this album killed Margaret Thatcher. They really did that. We got a problem. 
But uh, like I was saying, uh, everyone seems to be saying this album killed Margaret Thatcher. And upon further inspection, I think it may have came out the day Margaret Thatcher died. Oh, don't. Let's see. This is important. Holy shit, yeah, it did. I love that. Oh yeah, this album killed Margaret Thatcher. But I mean, that's also kind of like a double-edged sword, because that means they were competing on the charts with Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead. That is true. I do remember that song jumping up the charts a lot that day. Yeah. <laughs> Very, like, old-ass, like, 420p, 480p videos of, like, people in Britain singing Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead. Yeah. God, could does. you imagine... Could you imagine being British? Imagine being British. <laughs> um, apparently one of Crick. her nicknames, because I, since I have it open, one of Margaret Thatcher's nicknames was Attila the Hen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we when we were watching um when we were watching Pride last night, because that was about. Margaret Thatcher being herself and mm -hmm. she was like giving some speech like like I have I refuse to back down like I refuse to apologize and I just like imagined if that had gone down like currently and people would have been like Margaret Thatcher clapped back like <laughs> 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 it's uh Mar Margaret Thatcher had a girl power <laughs> She had girl power when she sent paramilitaries into Northern Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, how would you describe this album, Tuesday? Um, like, like, uh, like if David Lynch was non-binary. <laughs> if David Lynch used they them pronouns and had a name like Acorn. That's a um, very good non-binary name. Yeah. They or Box. Like something like that. Um I'm allowed to make this joke. I named myself after a day of the week. I'm allowed to make this joke. Um <laughs> uh, yeah. So if David Lynch was non-binary and it was something like Box or Acorn, um, I feel like they would make this album. You know what? Yeah. Also, I've been sitting on a joke for a while, and I've been trying to, like, think about it, so bear with me for a second. Do it. Since we're talking about Britain, and you mentioned that you named yourself after a day of the week. Oh. If you lived in Britain, would your name be Tuesday instead of Tuesday? I would... I would die immediately on impact the first time <laughs> someone ever called me that. Do you have any British friends? Do I? Yes, I do. I do. Do they say do they say it Tuesday? I don't remember. I don't remember what anyone's voice sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, this, this... I'm just gonna text Remy like, hey, how do you pronounce my name? <laughs> I wanna I wanna see them like type it out and like put the C H in front of it. Yeah. I I spell literally with a C H. And literally, and sometimes I use that when I'm like texting my British friends because it's like force of habit, but I don't want them to, I don't want them to think that I'm making fun of them because I say that to everyone. 
You shouldn't make fun of them. They're already from Britain. They take they've they've suffered enough. Exactly. Like I don't want to rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting it out of my system before I move there. I have to be mean before I go there or else I won't make any friends. <sighs> I'll just I'll just send you new jokes joke ideas. I'll send you new joke ideas. Thank you. <laughs> you won't be able to say them. You'll get exposed on the pod. It'll be a problematic fave. I'm already exposing myself on the pod by being, like, a future British person. I said British. Like, S-H. Yeah. No, wait, that is it. God damn it. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? Uh, Sometimes so... my friend... Sorry, guys. No, you can continue. Oh, I, I was just saying because you were probably saying something on topic and I wasn't. I was just going to say that my friend Jay and I sometimes send each other audio recordings on Facebook Messenger where we do our very best Peppa Pig impressions. But, <laughs> like, we'll talk about, like, we'll be talking about thoughty anime milfs. And... <laughs> <laughs> Thoughty anime milfs with <laughs> with big mommy milkers. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I knew that was coming. I was waiting for it. <laughs> um, there on rate your music because this is like the one website I have open. You can like add albums to lists, mm-hmm. and there's two list names that I want to point out. Uh, yeah. The first list is uh, if albums were inanimate objects. And the second one is alone and having a great time exclamation point. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. But what is the inanimate object? What did they what did they deem it as? I wanna rate your music. Uh they deem this album as an inanimate object. But then again, isn't like a record an inanimate object? Like it's a it's a piece of vinyl. Or a CD. Till it spins around. And it's animate. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. Oh, what the heck? Um, Rate your music went on dark mode. Oh, yeah, they've like done a bunch of updates lately. I kind of like that it like... looked... I, I kind of like how, um, how it looked like fanfiction.net. Where it just hadn't been updated. <laughs> it's true. Like, it did look very time. like. It did look very like Geosities just after Geosities came out of like popularity. I'm glad that you say Geosities too. Is, do some people say Geocities? I think that's what it was intended to be because people have made fun of me for saying Geosities, but I, I'll still stick to it. It's Geosities. I will die on that hill. It's not like we were talking to each other when we used Geosities. Like, where are you supposed to figure that out? I remember the great live, live blog. I don't remember the word. I don't actually remember it. There was some kind of blog war in 2004. I don't know what I'm going. Oh, yeah? Oh, the live journal wars. I remember that. Oh, yeah. What, what, are, some, what are some good live journal dramas? 
Uh, I think they were just all trying to, like, take each other's blogs down by, like, spreading rumors. It was, like, some proto-4chan swarming of people thing. I mean, that sounds like proto-Tumblr. What's 4chan proto-Tumblr? I mean, do you remember when people, like, had a bit where, like, 4chan and Tumblr were, like, enemies to lovers? And they made them into characters? Oh, yeah, I remember that. I definitely remember that. I wish I didn't remember that. <laughs> uh, the internet is such a fascinating place. Um, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to find my list of jokes that I wrote on my phone apps. My phone. My phone notes. Um, if this album cover was like an animated GIF, I bet these pictures in the corner would be spinning. Yeah, they would. Um, uh, oh no, I was just gonna say my joke is that I think it'd be funny if you were competing on RuPaul's Drag Race um, and you did a lip sync to Fracking Fluid Injection and you were like, this one's for you, Ru. Wink wonk. <laughs> I think someone should do that, so we're putting that out there to the pod nation, to any people who do drag professionally. Yeah. yeah. If you please get on that shit. Please do it for us. We wrote the joke. Come and get it. It's a free joke. It's a freebie. It's just waiting for you. Um, also, when I was listening to Without You, My Life Would Be Boring, all I could think of was, like, the shitty flute guy. Like, you know, the, sh <laughs> the shitty flute covers of, like, the Jurassic Park theme or whatever? Like, I think they just got that guy a paid gig for this album. It's He's funny that you say that because one of the songs on here has a flute that sounds like the weird flute sample they use in Jurassic Park when, like, Newman's, like, driving through the storm and they're trying to, like, build tension. I bet that, I bet that was a Jurassic Park sample. I want it to be. I want I that for you. I wouldn't be surprised if it was. I want that for you. I, I want that. I really hope it was, but I don't think that's on the Wikipedia page or anything like that. Oh, like, that's how you get away with it. Like, you wouldn't admit to that. Like, that'd be expensive as shit. That is true. Sampling is, when you do it legally, is, like, ridiculously expensive. Yeah. I remember we tried to... I'm going to put the sample in here when I'm editing. But I remember we tried to add this sample of this man who is super stoked about MIDI playing <laughs> on a keyboard at the beginning of the first No Boy record. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. This is rock and roll. And then he just starts wailing on it and doing like drum solos, and it's incredibly good. I love that for them. Oh, it was very good. There's a lot of like gender talk on this record, too. Mm hmm. I love a good gender talk. I love that it's actually just like one of the lines is just straight up let's talk about gender, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Mood. Oh, I it get the joke. Like a... I get the joke. Because <laughs> sex and gender. Okay. That's that's a good joke. Good joke. Good bit. Good joke. Um, my main song that was like my main bop from this album was Wrap Your Arms Around Me. Because I used to like, I used to put it on playlists I'd make for people when I had crushes on them. Because I wanted to get off the vibe of like, hot, mysterious, ethereal, goth. Uh, 
like listen to this dense political like, electronic it's music the eclectic cold ominous abstract rhythmic atmospheric because <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's not the vibe that i give off as a person so i'm trying to compensate <laughs> like that's how i feel on the inside but on the outside i'm like i made oatmeal cookies today they were pretty good <laughs> i i made them I made oatmeal chocolate chip cookies because I care about your well-being, so I made them a little healthy, but I didn't go overboard with, like, raisins and chia seeds because I don't want to suck the fun out of everything. (laughs) And in the back of their mind, hearing you say this while listening to this record, they're like, shit, they're playing four-dimensional chess. Yeah. (laughs) Damn, they're a freak. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think my song... That I hadn't actually listened to this record before. This is my first time actually sitting down. But uh, in pod lore, there is a lost, a couple lost episodes. One of them was that we did Fever Ray, like the one oh, first yeah. Fever Ray album. Yeah. And it's lost because we all just got horrendously depressed while talking about it. And it was a bit much to release to the public. Mm-hmm. Like we had to take like a week off after we did that one. But I remember... Because you got feelings. It, there were a lot of feelings on that record. That record is a is is a it's a hard one. Yeah. But uh, I think the song that I like the most is "Full of Fire" because it just fucking goes. Yeah. Like when it gets that like really dirty nine inch nails ass bass near the end, and yeah. it just keeps doing it. That's my shit forever. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You gotta give it to Trent Reznor for inventing just a broken keyboard sound. Yeah. It's like it's like he was like playing that one song, Hurt, and he was playing mm-hmm. it really nicely, but people kept talking over him, so he pushed it over, and he broke the keyboard, and he took it into the studio, he's like, I can use this. I can use this. It still works, it's fine. It's fine, mm-hmm. I duct tape it back together. Oh, I was, I'm just going through Rate Your Music, and apparently this was released via Enhanced CD. Which makes me think that maybe you could put it in your computer and there'd be mini games, but I'm not 100% on that. What the hell is an enhanced CD? Well, in my life, the only other enhanced CD I can think of off the top of my head is Crazy Frogs, Crazy Hits. And if you put it in your computer, you could get, um, you could get free wallpapers. <laughs> i had no idea you're reeling it back around there'd be like a promo for the um the xbox game oh my god crazy frog the xbox game i'm actually looking up what was on the shaking the habitual enhanced cd yeah i want to know i want to know let me know what's up discogs come on give me the discogs I finally started a Discogs account, and I thought I had a record that was worth two grand, but it was just a really, really, really well done uh, bootleg. And the only difference between oh. it and the original one was that the serial numbers were crossed out on the etching on the record, which like I could not have seen until I took like a magnifying glass to it. God damn it! This is so just like the worth... Princess Diana Beanie Baby. <laughs> this is exactly like that. But it ended up being worth like eighteen dollars, and I'm like, God damn it! It's not even worth selling. Fuck. Um, it doesn't say what their enhanced CD does. So if anyone out there in the nation, uh, 
had a shaking habitual enhanced CD. Could you like tell us what it did? What was the extra content? It has hidden treats. It has hidden snacks. Put it in your computer, it pops out a snack. You prints you a little prints you a little Cheeto. I clicked on it on Rate Your Music to see if it like listed off what it did. Oh, enhanced content. I got it. I got it. It had two uh, live videos and a, a nine minute a nine minute mini film. No free wallpapers though. No free wallpapers. Not even a screensaver. God. Damn. Nope. It had two remixes by someone named Cooley G though. <laughs> Which sounds very European, because Europeans apparently just don't know the meaning of irony. Yeah. You ever watch Eurovision? They don't know. Oh, yeah. They don't Every know. Every year, Rhea and I get really into Eurovision, and we're slowly going through the new 2021 Eurovision right now. We we did the stream last year, remember? Oh, yeah. I remember I when there. we did that? That was good. Yeah, it was a bop. There were, there were many certified bops. There were. Remember that one, like, Iceland song that was really good? Yeah. Um, also, there was the one where there was just, like, this woman, like, primally yodeling, and there were, like, just, like, huge drums. I think it was for, like, Ukraine or something. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That yeah. was really good. She just, she kind of looked like Little Mai from the Moomins. She kind of dressed like her, and she was just, like, screaming. Like, that's how I'm trying to be. It Also, like, was fantastically dressed. Was, mm-hmm. was quite a look. The chain jewelry from like the nose to the ear. I'm always yeah. a sucker for that. Forever. I need my nose Forever. to be connected to my ear at all times. Always. Gotta keep it secure. I have grommets. I could like put put a chain like on the side of my mask, like the part that doesn't cover my face, obviously. Connect my mask to my earring. <laughs> I should do that. I've got holes. <laughs> Just gonna let that one lie. So, did you ever, like, listen to Fever Ray, since I brought it up? Um, I never really got deeply into them. I feel like I really showed have in life. And I never really got, like, deeply into them. It's just, like, very dense. It kind of sounds very similar to the knife, to be honest. I just see it as, like, a continuation of this sound. Like, this album, Shaking the Habitual, sounds very, very reminiscent of, like, what Fever Ray, like, sounded like. Mm-hmm. But I think this one came out after Fever Ray, so I think they just continued with that sound, which is good. Yeah. Like, it's very good. But Karen was just doing their thing. Karen was just doing their thing. And, uh... God, this album's weird. Like, every time I've listened to it, when I listened to, like, fully extended with my friend the other day, like, it literally felt like I was, like, in, like, a room adjacent to another room that, like, had a weird, like, dance party going on in it. But you weren't, like, there. You were, like, in, like, your friend's apartment above the venue. It's, like, those remixes of, like, Rick Ashley, but is playing from the house next door. Exactly. Yeah. 
It's like it's like that TikTok you made where you were lying on the floor and Caramel Dancing was playing, and it was like the strobe effect. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> also, just the laying on the floor part, because like a lot of these songs, like even though they like are bops, they're also kind of like sad bops, though. Like they're not inherently sad, but they're like. I don't know. The, the the dirtiness like gives off this feeling of like being overwhelmed. Yeah, it's kind of like coming out of the bushes and like hissing at everyone who ever hurt you music. Like there's like different levels of like <laughs> there's different levels of like albums that make me feel things with like a capital T. Um and there's like crawling out of the bushes at night music. There's that gif of the Powerpuff Girls lying on a cloud looking at the sky music. And there's uh, the closely related two-hour bath music. <laughs> See, for me, if I were to put it as a capital T thing, it'd be one of two things. It'd be laying on the floor above in your friend's apartment who lives above the venue. Yeah. Like, feel. Or it'd be the walking into a dark apartment while your friends are watching Drive. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you even need <laughs> lighting at your show when you could just put drive, like, on your TV? <laughs> Me and my friends always play a game, like a drinking game at that movie, where you put a fedora on the right side of the television screen, and you have to drink every time it lines up with Ryan's head. Oh, no! Which is, it works way too many times. So I looked up the lyrics to Fracking Fluid Injection, and it's just bracket, instrumental bracket. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy that they did a song, a couple songs, actually, about Oryx and Craig, like the Margaret Thatcher. No, Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Atwood. Oh, my God. <laughs> Margaret Atwood. Inside of you, there are two Margarets. <laughs> um i that's what i thought was going on because i've only ever heard the name or word oryx used in reference to oryx and craig which i've never read but my my ex-partner read a bunch when i lived with them years ago Mm -hmm. what is oryx and craig about some kind of sci-fi dealio that's good enough for me yeah are we in the generation now where we're going to start seeing people named like Oryx or like Roxas? I hope so. Just named after RPG characters and sci-fi novel characters. If oh, my fuck, kid there is a song named Craig. If if my kid doesn't sound like a RuneScape character, then like what's the point? That is true. Also they released Old school RuneScape on Steam today, and I've been very tempted. <gasps> is it is it paid or is it free? I think it's free. Shit. I never I never actually played RuneScape back in the day. I just like heard all the memes secondhand, like the the elf child. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, slayer. I tr- <laughs> okay, when I go on to. I- when I go on tea, as soon as my voice drops, I'm just gonna, like, call you and be like, Slayer. <laughs> and hang up. Please. I will. My friend, 
my friends used to do that to me. Like, I'd be, like, three in the morning, and I'd be at my school, like, in the studio working on something. I'd get a phone call, and it'd be a clip from, like, C-Lab 2021, where it's, like, bizarro, bizarro. <laughs> and then they'd just hang up, and I then they, they would have turned off their, like, caller ID, so it was, like, an unknown number. Yeah. Really, like, I feel like, kept me awake. I Maybe they were trying to give you voicemails to use as a sample. Maybe they were trying to help you for your mixtape. Can you get around copyright claims if you record something on a voicemail and then record the voicemail? <laughs> Probably. Probably. There's some, there's some good pro tips for, the, for those of you out there looking for free samples. It's like um, on YouTube when they used to speed up the song by like 0.5 so that the algorithms couldn't catch it. I think some people still do that. I used to like, I used to download all my music in high school through YouTube to MP3 converters. So like, I just like go on YouTube and I'll be like, hmm, I want to get into the band hole. And then I'd like download, live through this track by track. So like one of the songs I just thought was that fast and in that key. And it wasn't. <laughs> It wasn't. Like, I listened to the actual album the way it's supposed to sound, and I was like, damn, this song's boring. Like, <laughs> speed it up. This is, this, I need, I need that mild nightcore. <laughs> Everything's better as nightcore. Even if it's mild. There is no knife uh, nightcore. I did look. Yet. Yet. You could do it, Tuesday. I could. You could. I might. Can you imagine being in a music project with your sibling? No. Because <laughs> that's the short what the answer is, is no. Yeah. I like. I can't imagine making music with my brother. Like, like I have made music, like done covers of songs with my siblings in my life, but I feel like that's different than writing a song about a handful of elf pee with your sibling. <laughs> yeah that's quite a jump i think yeah you just you just call up your brother and you're like you want to write a song about dmt <laughs> you want to go on the joe rogan show <laughs> <laughs> i'm going through the lyrics for the raging lung and um this album's dense yeah like, we're joking a whole bunch, but there's, like, actually so many serious topics on this thing. Genius user Milanis says, masterpiece. Oh, Milanis triangle to alt text. Milanis Morissette. Milanis Orissette. <laughs> uh, this new format is so funny for me. It's yeah. like, it feels so much more freeing, but it's also, like... Are we actually talking about the album? I don't no. know. I feel like we're doing. No. We are shit posting. Also, I'm enjoying that Full of Fire just has this bit that's like, liberals giving me a nerve itch. <laughs> I'm just going to post that on Twitter. Anytime I have an opinion, I'm going to not post it, and I'm just going to post that. Please. And it'll please sum it up. Do. It'll sum it up. It's just the ultimate subtweet. 
I clicked, I went on to Full of Fire to look at the lyrics, and there was a highlighted version that said Signori. And I was like, the hell is that? So I clicked on it, and it's a title or form of address used to greet an Italian-speaking man. <laughs> what if they what what if they don't speak Italian? You can't call them that. Also, like this whole passage, I don't remember if it's like a chorus or not. But the the not a vagina. It's an option. The cock had it op- coming. <laughs> That's what turfs think transitioning is like. <laughs> it's an option. <laughs> It is an option. You do have a choice. <laughs> also, I just gotta give them props for like having lyrics that are just ha 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 for like an entire verse. I mean, yeah, same. Yeah. Um, one thing that I noticed every time I listen to the knife is that, like, um, Karen's accent kind of reminds me of Bjork. Even though, like, they're not Icelandic. But it just it just reminds me, it gives me, like, the feeling of, like, Bjork talking about her TV. But, like, if it was sinister. It's, uh, like, opposite world Bjork talking about their gender. Yeah. In the same yeah, way about right. talking about the TV. Yeah. I love the Bjork TV video. Hello. My name is Spirk. Would you like to see my gender? <laughs> I feel like I feel like the mood for this element is that, and then it's like over top. There's like a projection of that time that York tackled a reporter in Thailand. That's also that's also a great video. Yeah, just, just went full feral mode. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Don't ever talk to me or my son ever again. <laughs> also, like, it's um, funny to think, because I'm the same height as Bjork, we're both, like, 5'2". So it's just, like, full gremlin mode. Bjork is powerful. Yeah. I like that Chris Fleming bit. Oh, thank you. I like that Chris Fleming bit that's, that says that not many things run on D batteries, but probably one thing that does run on D batteries is Bjork. You remind me of this thing me and my bandmates sampled when we made like a like a weird noise album a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And we like did a remix of Cars by Gary Newman. And there's oh, this yeah. like Volkswagen commercial where they're like, we took I probably put the sample in here, but it's like we took nine D batteries. Four Volkswagen such and suches and Gary Newman. But instead of saying and Gary Newman, it's like and Bjork. And then it's just <laughs> Bjork beating the shit out of like a bunch of cars, like in Street Fighter. Yeah. Let's make that game. Let's just open up Unity right now. I'll do it. Yeah. Just make like a I'm learning how to make games. Make make like a shitty low poly Bjork. Developers out there, hire me. Bjork, the game. Please. So, uh, I guess final thoughts on this album. 
Even though uh, long-term listeners will be like, what the hell, you didn't even talk about specific songs or the history and everything. It's like, it's we're, fine. we're trying something out. We're trying it it's out. It's fine. You're simply vibing and having fun, we're, and it's great. Yeah, we're just riffing. Um, yeah. I think this was, I think I would like, if there weren't the risk of me getting attacked by bears, I would listen to this in the dark, in the woods, on my eye dog. I would just take my eye dog out and play this album on the shitty birthday card speaker and I would walk through the woods and I would feel like like I think that would be the true transhumanist experience. I think I would I would ascend to a new level spiritually. How about you? Yeah, you? I feel that. I'm just gonna interject for that. Are you saying that playing the knife in the woods attracts bears? No, I'm just saying that that's that's the only thing stopping me from going into the woods at night all the time. That's fair. That's otherwise, fair. otherwise, I would just be on that shit. Um, I would say my final thoughts on this are that it makes me feel a little weird. Like, it's kind of a weird... It, it definitely goes back and forth, and it has its hits. The drone stuff, I'm not a fan of, I won't lie. Mm-hmm. Like that 19 minute song, after hearing it once, I've like skipped every single time because who I don't have the time. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like those songs are just like they're not for sitting down and like having the album as your full focus. Like those are vibing songs. Those are yeah, when you just... are multitasking and vibing. That's like that tweet that was going around last week where it's like your gay friend shows you their best, their like favorite song, and it was like all that noise that was like droning, and they're like, doing the hand signals like something's about like the beats dropping but it's just like drone <laughs> when you said hand signals i was just thinking about witten and her gang signs just, i had not like, thought about witten in a while i have i hope Whitney is doing okay i have been told that she is sometimes sometimes we respond to each other on instagram and i'm like your baby's so cute like, your baby is so smart. They're saying words already. She's like, I know. And I'm like, I know. It's just very sweet exchanges. I like when you have, like, a Whitney. sweet... I love when you have a sweet exchange with someone on the online. It's nice. It makes you feel really good. Yeah. Why does Genius describe uh, Silent Shout by the, by the Knife as techno-stylings? I mean, was made with technology. You can't deny that. It's true. Shit. <laughs> if it was made of tech, it's techno. I don't make the rules. Yeah. I I like the but, implication that techno is just music made with technology. <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is. That's, that's what from it now is. on. That is what it is. Yeah. All music is now techno. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, I was using like the Waves plugins. Oh, so it's techno. That gave me an idea. Oh. That gave me an idea. A very bad idea. <laughs> I want to make like a Gabber song that's that samples um, the wedding song from Napoleon Dynamite. Like where the brother like gets really close to the microphone and he's like, I love technology. But I like cut it off when he says I love techno. And that's mm-hmm. what the sample that the song is built around. Yes. And that'll be my song. Yes. I'm just going to make a lot of really stupid, like, happy hardcore songs and then put out a mix 
She like quarantine did something to me, man. Like <laughs> I I I have one song that's like a shitty remix of um that County Crow song from Shrek. Oh my god. But it's sped up just enough that the singer sounds like Miley Cyrus. What if Miley Cyrus covered that song? Yeah. She's been on like a like a bender of like covers lately. She could do it. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you the shitty remix that I made. It is quite shitty. Please. Please. I went I went through a uh, phase. So out of feeling bad for not providing a lot of information here, I have a few fun facts about this album before we finish off for the night. We're allowed to be cryptic. Like that's on theme. Anyway, go ahead. It's fair. <laughs> uh there some of these the releases came with a single disc version that omitted old dreams waiting to be realized and it was included as a bonus download Ooh. because some countries apparently had a problem with that song hmm. and um shaking the habitual takes its title from a quote by french philosopher michael foucault is that how you pronounce it foucault and it was like inspired by like feminist and queer theory and it was announced in the middle of a post talking about the housing rights of Romani people in Rome. Oh, swag. Yeah, I remember that. That was cool. Yeah. Very, uh, very cool. Um, my joke always about Foucault is that, like, I've taken one philosophy class in my life and I didn't understand what the hell was going on. Um, but, like, you know, that, that speech that Coach McGirt gives in home movies that's like, we're all living in our own prisons, Brandon. That's Foucault, basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need to know. I want all, like, philosophy to be read in that voice. By, by H. John Benjamin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want H. John Benjamin to teach a philosophy course. Please. Oh. Uh, Old Dreams Waiting to be Realized takes its title from an article written by, Bjor- by Nina Bjork. I don't know if that's Different Bjork. Bjork. Different Bjork. A, a Swedish feminist author and journalist. Damn it. Nordic names. You can never tell yeah. what of the four countries they're from. Yeah. Well, Bjork's her first name. Okay, that makes sense. I think Knows it's what I know. I think it's funny that like Iceland has like a registry of like names you're allowed to name your baby. So, like, there's probably just so many Bjorks. Oh, there's gotta be, like, a shitload of them. Yeah. The accompanying short film was directed by Merit Ostberg, who contributed a film to the 2009 Swedish feminist porn compilation Dirty Diaries. Is there porn on this record? Probably. Cool. I feel like... Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's one of those things. It I feel like I feel like it's one of those things where like you know, there's there's drone, but like there's there's just like 19 minutes of droning, but there could be boobs as the visual to that sound and it would work. It would work. It would fit in the background of That's what my two that. brain cells. That's what my two brain cells are. One is 19 minutes of drone, and the other is boobs. (laughs) 
there are two thoughts inside you. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Um, I like the length. This is probably the longest record we've ever talked about. Yeah. It's 96 minutes long and 20 seconds. Yeah. That's a lot. It's many. But yeah, I guess, and also it was like pretty universally acclaimed if we haven't gotten that point out. Like it got like fives across the board, like mm-hmm. 85 out of 100 at Metacritic, four out of Went five stars in all music. Yeah, just, it's a fantastic record and you should listen to it. You should I listen to, to it. I guess to wrap up my final thoughts segment that has gone on and stretched into me trying to play catch up here uh, is that it's a, it's a weird mood. But a very good weird mood. Yeah. Sometimes you got weird moods and it's validating. I'm sorry. True. <laughs> you got that f- fucking V word. I feel like we should just record these live so you could like spray me with a spray bottle every time I drop the V word. You just hear in the background like because I, I just like, couldn't get rid of the sound. Just Yeah. This album's so old it has an MSN music rating. MSN Music. I'm clicking on this. MSN Music is a part of MSN's web services. It delivers music news, music videos, spotlights on new music. Artists... Oh, that's an old logo. I'm sending it to the chat. Damn it. That's a good logo. Yeah. A little butterfly. But anyway, (laughs) yeah, I, I like this a lot. I'm definitely going to be adding the knife to like my collection of things I will occasionally listen to. Yeah. Your vibe playlist. The vibe playlist. It's a very specific mood and it just, it effectively addresses said mood. Mm-hmm. Scratches the itch. It does, which Sometimes. would also be a very good secondary title. Scratching the itch. Mm-hmm. Can't spell habitual without itch. You can, but you shouldn't. <laughs> it you will. <laughs> uh, what are you listening to this week, Tuesday? Uh, my nine o'clock lecture tomorrow that's what i'm listening (laughs) to (laughs) how about you uh i've been listening to a bunch of the what's it called actually i've been listening to a bunch of interpol i like watched this one music video where it's a freaky puppet for their song evil and i've just been kind of like going from there please check out interpol you know how I feel about freaky puppets. I'll send it to you later. It's a pretty freaky music video. Like they make the puppet do a weird dance and they're like doing like surgery on it. It's, it's interesting. It's got teeth, like realistic teeth. Dope. Yeah, I think, I think that's about it for today. I want to put realistic teeth inside a puppet. Did I ever tell you about my Barney idea? No, please tell me. I was gonna buy like a dental model of a mouth off Wish, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was gonna, I was gonna buy a Barney doll, 
and sew the sew the teeth. <laughs> maybe maybe get one with braces so you can brush his brush around his braces. I think that'd be That's fun. That's amazing. You could change the elastics, like fully customizable. That's like <laughs> a something that would like I'd wake up in the middle of the night and be immediately terrified of, and be like incredible. Yeah. Which is kind of how this album makes me feel. This hey. album is a Barney doll with brace braces. Yeah. With realistic teeth. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's All it. Right. That's the final take. That's it. That is the final take. Uh, I'm Devlin Galloway. You can follow me at Devlin Galloway on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow my record label, Placeholder Records, at Placeholder Rec on Twitter and at Placeholder Records on Instagram. And you can follow us at Music Is Good Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and you can support us on Patreon because it'd be nice if you did that. Please, please. I'm Tuesday Ferguson. I... You can follow me on Instagram. Um, my handle is Mimichi with two M's at the beginning and two I's at the end. But you're only allowed to follow me if you can figure out how to spell it. So good luck. <laughs> weed about yeah all right bye bye bye